Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Today, I am talking to Diana Renee, and um, she helps you declutter your home and she was struggling you know early on with her launches it didn't go as she wanted to and you know they were not planned out but after a while she started to get some traction and what really changed her launch was when she changed up her messaging and from that moment she went you know from you know small figure launches to a full-blown five-figure launch how cool is that? So stay tuned. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. I'm your host, Ken Wesker, and today I am joined with Diane Renee. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm so excited to talk to you. Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned you know, just before we got on that you really don't do podcasts like this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm used to talking to moms about decluttering and home management. So it's like, oh, I get to talk about the business side. That's super exciting. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, let's, bef- before we kind of dive into, you know, the business side of it, why don't you just tell people, you know, who you are and what it is that you actually, you already mentioned it, but let's go a little bit deeper yeah. on that. Perfect. So I have two young kids and I went through this big journey about three years ago, uh, getting rid of 70% of our household belongings and implementing all these different systems and routines to streamline how I manage my home. And I kind of felt like I had like hacked the mom system, you know, Mm -hmm. and started helping friends um, in their homes, which ended up kind of snowballing into going into other people's homes in the area and then turning it online in 2018. And now I work with busy moms online and I teach them how to overcome the emotional obstacles that come up for them when they're decluttering in their home. And I help them declutter their entire home and then implement these systems and routines to get it running smoothly. Mm. But getting rid of 70%, that's kind of a lot. What's what's left? I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's right? We had a lot of stuff. We yeah. had a lot of stuff. Yeah, well, I can imagine. I mean, you know, every time people move or something like that, you kind of see all the things that you really have. And I mean, a lot of it goes straight to the trash and you realize you don't really need it. And I know from our own moving around things, you know, we've been living in the same house for, I don't know, 10 years now. And the stuff that's in the attic is still in the attic. We haven't taken it down. So, I mean, what? I don't know, right? Like, you don't know until the next time you move and you're like, oh, what are in all these boxes? And you'll like, look at them and be like, oh yeah, that's what's in them. And you close them and then you move them to the next house and then you do it again. It's like mm-hmm. just a vicious cycle, I think. Yeah, exactly. So, but 
you said you started, you know, helping people in your street and all that stuff. Uh, did you get paid for that? Or is that just something that you wanted to help people with? So at first I didn't, I'm part of a local mom's group. And so I started by helping them. They started, you know, it was like a word of mouth type thing. Like, Hey, can you come help me declutter in my house too? And so I did it free for probably two or three months. And then mm-hmm. after a while I was like, okay, maybe I could actually charge money for this. And yeah. <laughs> so I started doing that and like, like stupid cheap, like, I think it was like <laughs> $20 for like four hours. Oh, wow. Help. You know, it was like... <laughs> I was like very barely dipping my toe in the water Um, and then eventually started charging quite a bit more for one-on-one help, especially with people I didn't know, like friends of friends of friends, but I didn't love it. I did not love the in-home stuff. And I think it's because it, a lot of people wanted me to do the work for them because that's very standard in the industry is for an organizer to come in and just do everything. And then I was seeing like four or five months later, they'd call me and want me to come back out because nothing had, everything had gone back to how it was. So Mm. I discovered through that process that working with someone online and teaching them how to overcome those obstacles themselves was much longer lasting for them. And it made the change and they didn't need than additional assistance because they could manage it on their own. Mm-hmm. Guess I kind of get dependent on you coming in there and helping yeah. out. And they, I don't know, maybe at that time you didn't have like these sort of routines that you need to follow through with constantly to make sure that everything kind of, you know, don't fall back to whatever what used to be. Exactly. Yeah. And I kind of have like this thing where I have people come to me like literally daily on Instagram saying like I've decluttered a million times and always goes back to how it was. And I have seen over and over and over again that it's usually because of one of two things, possibly both of them. Number one, they were not ruthless enough when they were decluttering. So they didn't get rid of enough. They just kind of like got rid of just enough, you know, (laughs) or they didn't implement those systems and routines to maintain it. And, And usually it's kind of a combination of the two. Yeah. My, well, I know from personal experience, like the drawers in the kitchen, <laughs> oh, you, you definitely have a couple of drawers that were, you know, you stack all of the stuff that you really don't need probably and just get really, really, really messy. Yeah, absolutely. And you, of course, you declutter it and throw things and, you know, a couple of months later, you're back to the same problem again. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about, you know, when you kind of got things going online and obviously you, did you decide to like create a course? Did you continue doing like one-on-one coaching or how did you kind of get started with that? Yeah. So I decided to create a course and I had no idea what I was doing. So I was listening to podcasts and like piecing it all together and figuring out what software to buy and, and how to do it. But I started with a course pretty much right away. Mm -hmm. I I haven't really done very much one-on-one. I do offer like a one-on-one as a bonus in some of my launches, but besides that, I haven't really offered it as a service online. Okay. So the course, is that like a huge signature course? Is it, you know, a little bit more of, um, you know, separate courses that you can buy or? Yeah. So it, until like a month ago, it has been one signature course and it's all, it's like the A to Z guide to decluttering Mm -hmm. your home fully and maintaining it. And then last month after a lot of feedback 
it's kind of funny because it's technically a course, but it's kind of a membership um, mm. because the Facebook group, the members only Facebook group is like constantly evolving. I am probably an, too much of an over deliverer. So I'm in there a lot talking about all the systems and routines. And so I got a lot of feedback that they love the systems and routines, but they wanted like that in a course. So I created mm. then a, a habit systems and routines course also, nice. which I, which I do sell separately, but primarily offer it as also as a bonus when I'm launching. Yeah, I love that though. As you both, we know, being in BBD with James Woodmore, that's kind of how he also does it. You know, you buy the course and you go, yeah, you have the Facebook group, which is really engaged and, you know, there's a lot of conversation going and, you know, we're getting help from the coaches, same way you do. And he also creates like this mini courses in which we also get for free. And I, I really just kind of love that, that you over deliver constantly because that kind of builds your reputation as you know someone who really gives it all once you finally you know decide to buy and join you so I think that's really great thanks yeah and I think that like being on the receiving end of it like being in BBD with James Wedmore every single time you get a new email where it's like you've been granted access to this and this and this you're like oh thanks James you know it's like such a good feeling and so (laughs) I think that has helped show me too like I'm not losing anything by giving this additional content to them if anything they're just going to become even more happy with me and they're going to tell more people about the products in Mm -hmm. the end yeah exactly so how did the first launch that you did for this course uh, go and yeah let's just talk about that first launch that you did yeah so I did my first launch in the summer of 2018 and it was a five-day challenge and I had no clue what I was doing Uh, um, literally I knew I like had my launch mapped out by what I had learned from free podcasts, mostly Amy Porterfield's podcasts. And I would just sit there in the backyard while my girls played and just like listen to these podcasts and like be like, Oh, I I think I'm supposed to send an email here, you know? (laughs) Um, And so I just kind of like threw it together. I still remember the first time I went on Facebook live on the first day and Mm. I was like sweating profusely and like so (laughs) nervous. And I actually went back and looked at that Facebook live the other week and I was like horrified (laughs) at what I (laughs) sounded like, but it went okay. I made, um, my, my product was only $27 then. And I sold, I, I, gosh, I think it was like $250. So it was, it's funny because you listen to these podcasts where you hear about all these five and six figure launches and you mm-hmm. like convince yourself that that's what you're going to do the first launch. Yep. And so then I had for really the first almost two years of launching, I would have like an angel and devil on my shoulder situation where it was like, okay, that's really great that they bought, but like, what about all the other people that were supposed to buy, you know? Mm. And so I think that the first launch went really well because it was reaffirming that like, oh, people do actually want this stuff. But at the same time, it was like, well, why, why weren't my numbers way bigger? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Cause I wanted to ask like, balance. did you set a big goal? Like you talk about, you know, listening to the yeah. podcast and stuff like this. You probably set a big goal for yourself and you didn't meet that. So 
obviously retrospectively you see that as a good launch, but back then, what was the feeling that was going through your head once that launch was wrapped up? Back then I was feeling like, I don't know if this is going to work because I put so much time into it and I'm a stay at home mom. And I, so I don't like, I don't have any childcare. And so it was kind of like, I was working in the margins of my schedule, which meant like nap time. And after Mm -hmm. bedtime was when I was working. So I was up until 2am every night, you know, trying to figure out how to build landing pages and sales pages. And, and it was like, well, if I'm that at the time I had just Kajabi and it was like, that's barely going to cover my monthly cost for Kajabi, you know? So it was defeating honestly Mm -hmm. at the time. And it, and the first couple of launches kind of felt that way, but I also knew that I had something. And so, and I also was getting, my members were getting results and were thanking me and were showing me like all these things that were changing in their home. And I think if, honestly, I think if that hadn't happened, I don't know where I would be, but I think it was those members that were like fueling me to Mm -hmm. keep going because it was like, wow, this does work. I just have to figure out how to get other people to see that it does work. Exactly. So what was like the biggest takeaway for you from that first launch? Oh gosh, from that first launch, I would say, I think just that, like that it did work, that Mm -hmm. my program does work. It's just now I have to figure out how to, how to get people to understand that. And looking back, like now it's, isn't it like hindsight is so 2020, right? (laughs) So it's like all these things that I knew now that I needed to work on. Like I know messaging needed to be worked on big time. I know I was giving up way too much how-to content, which I was still doing until this past fall. Mm -hmm. But it's one thing to know what you need to work on and to actually work on it. Right. Yeah, exactly. So true. So from that launch up until your last launch, what are some of the things that have changed in, you know, I assume that obviously that first launch, you didn't really plan anything and kind of just went with it and yeah, you kind of just did the launch and wanted to do Mm -hmm. the launch. So tell us a little bit about progress that you've gone through and the journey from that first launch to the last launch that you did. Yeah. So I have launched every quarter since then, at least every quarter, sometimes even more than that. Mm -hmm. And I've always stuck with the five day challenge. And it's really funny because every time I'm done, like every time I do a debrief, I'm like, I think I'm going to do a webinar next time and get away from the (laughs) challenge. And then it like would get closer to the next launch date. And I'm like, I'm just going to do the five day challenge. And I have, I have like consistently done, I have done that for the past two years until this last launch where I still did a five day challenge, but I added a webinar at the end. Mm -hmm. But before that, I would just say that, I was like seeing that my numbers were like slowly creeping up every launch, like very, very slowly and very minimally, but my conversion rates were still really like between like the 0.5 to 1.5%. And that's really what drove me crazy because I was getting all these people to opt in. I had like a 65 to 75% opt-in conversion rate. So it was like, I'm getting all these people to sign up, but then Mm -hmm. I can't convert them into my program. And I don't understand why, you know? 
And I would say everything for me with launching kind of changed in October, this last October, so October 2019, where I invested money into um, some copyright training with Kate. I'm going to botch her last name, Dramas or Dramas. I always forget <laughs> how to say it. Yeah. Um, but I took a, I took like a three-day workshop that she was doing, like a live workshop. And something, you know, it was like she was telling me these things and something clicked with my messaging. And I was able to switch that around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I also had been slowly building my Instagram, which prior to that, I was really focused on a face, a free Facebook group. And I just kind of was like, you know, like James says, put my scientist hat on. And I was like, I'm just going to see, I'm just going to see an Instagram stories. I'm going to play around with it and sell in Instagram stories while my cart is open. Mm-hmm. And I think that combined with the messaging, I ended up having like a 6% conversion rate on oh, that, wow. one, which was a big jump. Yeah, that's um, a huge. Yeah. And something crazy that happened was in that launch, I had 44 sales and 18 of them came in from people on Instagram that had never been on my email list before. Like they're, they're totally. like, often, yeah. But did they follow you or, you know, had some knowledge? Some of, them, some of them, you know, I'm not sure completely, but a lot of them would like DM me on Instagram and it was, you know, I had to approve the request. So like we had mm-hmm. never messaged before. So a couple of them were like, I just found you today. I signed up for your program. Wow. And I was like, what is happening over here on Instagram? That's the Um, power of messaging though. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I really think that was like the biggest thing. And prior to that, I I feel like I was always trying to focus on the transformation, but I got lost in like the details. I was talking way too much about the process of decluttering instead of like what happens to you as a mom and as a homeowner, when you have a decluttered home, like what that means to you. So that was like a huge, huge shift for me. And I think it kind of lit a fire under me because it was like, oh, like this is how I can start to grow if I start Mm -hmm. focusing on these things more. Because all of my launches prior to that, like I said, had that really low conversion, but also just like the sale, like I was I really, really, really wanted to hit a 10K launch. And that was mm-hmm. like from my first launch, like in summer 2018, that's what I thought I was going to do. And then I yeah. had $250. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and I finally hit that in March. So just a couple months ago, and I had a $12,000 launch. Wow. And so I think that just figuring out like constantly tweaking and tweaking and tweaking has been just a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's about, you know, tweaking in the right spot as well, because like you said, you have the challenge and you can really easily get people to join that because that is working. So obviously you don't need to tweak that, but it's like you said, the conversions in itself to actually buy, that was where you were struggling. And once you kind of managed to fix that messaging, obviously then, you know, you figure out one spot where you can change something and then you can kind of dive even deeper into, you know, a specific area where you can kind of, yeah, give it a boost and 
Yeah. And um, in January when I, or in October is when I started, you know, changing all like the messaging on my sales page and my emails and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then in January is where I finally, like, I'm so stubborn, but where I finally was like, okay, I'm not going to give all five days of how-to content. I'm going to give much more of like big picture. And I shifted my five-day challenge. So it was still a five-day challenge, but the the daily tasks were completely different for the first time in almost two years. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that that had a lot to do with how the sales changed also because prior to that, I was giving them so much how-to that at the end people would be like, this is the best challenge ever. Thank you so much. Now I'm going to go do my whole house. I know exactly mm-hmm. what to do. Like, yeah, oh, crap. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like I empowered you too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause now you probably get them to wanting more after the challenge and they like, yeah, I need to buy this course because I need to figure out how I can do this. Exactly. Yeah. It, it was shifted more to like a, more of like a mindset of like what could be. And we talked a lot about like, I had them do very simple tasks surrounding visual clutter. So not like actually decluttering, but getting rid of a couple of areas of visual clutter just to see how it feels differently. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, wow, yeah, this feels really good, but now I need to know how to actually declutter. Yeah, you need to get down in dirty in the drawers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and get rid of all the things that you don't see, actually. Right, exactly. That is brilliant, though. So that last launch, did you plan out? Um, I mean, I'll talk a lot about planning because I love planning. <laughs> yeah. But did you plan out your launch for the last launch that you did? Yes. And more than you have done before? Yeah, well, I am a planner also, so I Great. totally understand <laughs> the love of that. And, and yes, I planned it out. This was the first launch also that I recycled everything from the Mm -hmm. prior launch because before that I felt like I was like still kind of grasping at straws and like changing so many things. Yeah. So this was the very first. And and the other thing is I think when you do challenge launches, you run like the insecurity of like, well, I can't do the same one because if someone already did the challenge, then they're going to get upset Mm -hmm. with me and... I had a really hard time with that because I don't like it when people get upset. Like I'm an empath and I'm like, yeah. like please love me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, because if they really want to work with me, then they'll move forward in the program. And if mm-hmm. not, then this is free stuff that I'm helping them with. So if it's the same thing, then they can do it or they don't have to, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I recycled everything. Like I just copied and pasted the emails and I, I had to reshoot videos because in January I talked a lot about like New Year's, like right. 2020, like the, the 2020 year we all thought we were going to have until Which everything happened, like at all. <laughs> but so I had to change some of the videos and some of the verbiage. But other than that, I kept the daily tasks the same. And I, I was actually really surprised because I think I had maybe one or two people upset. Like I got emails and it's like, this is the same thing you sent me in January. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, <laughs> sorry, you know, but I had, what was really surprising was I have a free Facebook group for these challenges and they get, they're, they're like crazy active during the five days because mm-hmm. everyone's posting like before and afters and like, it, it's, it's fun, but it's a little crazy. And I had so many people posting, like, I, I can't believe it. Like, this is the same from when I did this in January's challenge. I'm so proud of myself. Now I feel like I can like go further. And so Mm -hmm. it actually like helped people to see that 
wow, I did this and it was a lasting change. And it's something that has really affected me and my family positively. Mm-hmm. So maybe I do need to look into moving forward with the program. Yeah, because I think like we do as well as business owners, we you know, we go through a lot of the same stuff over and over again, but we kind of see new things and things that we didn't you know, understand before, but we kind of see those, those things differently at this time around. So I think it's a yeah. good thing that, you know, kind of just do it over and over again. And I mean, honestly, if they don't like to go through the challenge, okay, then don't do it, but you can yeah. always work with me or go through the course, which is an opportunity to kind of go through something else or something new that you obviously might need. Yeah, exactly. And this last lunch is also when I finally got over myself and did a webinar at the end of the challenge, which is how the challenges are supposed to be designed in the first place. (laughs) Um, But I think that the, the story I tell myself is that I am not a tech person and Mm. I get really frustrated with, with a lot of tech things. And so I thought a webinar was going to take me like two years to build out. And like, I just didn't want to do it. And I finally, um, I ended up investing in a program to in February, I think to create an evergreen funnel. And Mm. so I built a webinar in there and it was a lot easier than I ever made, built it up to be in my head. But um, I ended up just like plopping that webinar into the day cart closed. I was like, you know, I really, really want to hit this 10K launch. I think I was at like 9,000 on cart closed day. And I was like, I'm just going to throw it out there and be like, if you are on the fence and you want to learn more about what the program actually is, because a lot of my audience has never taken an online course before. Uh, and they're like, what are you telling? Like, I don't understand. How are you going to help me? (laughs) What (laughs) are you going to fly out to my house? I don't get it. So I was like, this is going to help you understand what it does, like how it works and all of that. And so I had people join in on the webinar and 10 people bought on the webinar. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, this is why I'm supposed to be doing a webinar at the end. (laughs) So I will always do a webinar at the end, but I um, am launching again in June or next month. And I'm going to have it on cart open day and probably a couple more times before cart closes because... Mm -hmm because it was so powerful. Yeah. Perfect. Do you think that, you know, obviously you changed the messaging in October. So did that affect the uh, result of the launch that you did in March, April, uh, Mm -hmm. in the sense that you kind of, you know, kept the following with the new messaging. So they kind of understood a little bit better kind of what you were doing. And yeah, you think that messaging that that was like the, key to the success of the last launch? Yeah, I think messaging. And I also think that not only in the launch, but like between launches, I've been Mm -hmm. kind of pretty consistent with keeping that messaging in my, I would say a lot of my sales come from people who follow me on Instagram. So I really put a lot of effort into Instagram and especially in Instagram stories. And so I've been really keeping that messaging consistent throughout and I've been sharing like screenshots from the members only group in on my stories. And then like, um, so I've just been like working on planting those seeds mm-hmm. and helping the women see that, um, 
if they do decide to work with me at whatever point they decide to, like this is going to help them in their home. Yeah, exactly. Because you never know when that will be. It might be next yeah. launch, it might be next launch after that, or the yeah, one after that, obviously. Exactly. I yeah. know. Sometimes like I'll get an email and it's it's from someone who's like, I've done six of your challenges and I just finally bought your course. <laughs> I'm like, yay. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> one person actually emailed me in in April and she or March and she was like, I've done, she said, I've done six of your challenges and I, I finally bought your course and I'm so excited. And she's like, I know it's going to be super beneficial, but honestly, I bought it just because I feel like you've like <laughs> given me so much of your time over these last two years. I'm like, wow, thanks. Why didn't you buy sooner? Yeah. Oh, come I know. on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So what's the, what's up with the next launch? What are you planning to, you said you're going to switch up the webinars a little bit. Are you planning on doing something else differently or are you kind of sticking to the same recipe? So I'm kind of um, doing a couple things right now because I just launched my evergreen funnel last week. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like an eternal launch. And yeah, so now you're going to take it from launching quarterly to just keeping it open at all times or... I'm going, so I'm going to be doing the evergreen always, but then I'm still going to be doing live launching quarterly. Just to kind of give it a boost. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'll just, I'm just adding different bonuses and things like that. I think I'm going to do in June, I think I'm going to do like a live course. Like I'm going to go through the course with them. Um, just kind of like as a new thing that I have never done. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like the new thing now is like feeling like I need to figure out a way to differentiate, I guess, the evergreen versus the live launching, which is going to be a work in progress. But Mm -hmm. the evergreen, I'm really excited about the evergreen because I think with my product, it's like women come to me. what, What I was experiencing was women were coming to me and they were at a point where they were feeling really, really, really burned out with their home and with like, it was affecting how they were parenting and it was affecting their relationship with their spouse. And I would be like, oh, sorry, sign up for my wait list. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know, I'll see you next launch. And it didn't feel right for my niche. So that's why I decided to go evergreen because I don't mind like live launching. It stresses me out to a point, but it's not something where like I dread live launching. And so I want to continue to do that, but I also wanted to provide a way for other people to work with me. So in June, I'm going to still do the five day challenge now that I feel like I've tweaked that to a point where I'm not doing too much how to, but I'm going to, I think I'm going to do three or four webinars at the end of it just to kind of boost that and to kind of close it out a little bit better than I have in the past. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Love that. So for anybody who, you know, is launching or thinking about launching, what are some last tips that you could give them from all of what you learned? Yeah. I'm, I would say my biggest thing is to, this is very like James Wedmore because I've learned so much from Love him, you know? <laughs> but like, but like there are no failures. Like there's just, there, there's successes or there's lessons, you know, mm-hmm. like, and that's the thing is like now it's been fun because it's like, I just put that scientist hat on and I'm like, well, let's try it and let's see what happens. And if it doesn't work, then then we know it doesn't work and we'll try mm-hmm. something else. But I think that's the biggest thing is just to keep trying. And even if it doesn't 
work right away, that doesn't mean it's never going to work. It just means we have to switch up something and messaging, like messaging has been really, really big for me. And I really benefited a lot, especially from Kate. Mm -hmm. I think she does a really good job with messaging. Yeah. And I think you're the living proof of, you know, um, yeah, just continue doing what you're doing and try things out and see what works and what doesn't work. And yeah, just keep pushing on. And obviously, like you said, messaging huge. I think there's a lot of people who forget about messaging and don't really realize how powerful that can be. But like you said, it can really give you that boost that you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Kate saying like the goal was to to have people saying like, get out of my head. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because then I started doing my Instagram posts, like following her method. And like the first post I put like four people wrote, like, get out of my head. How did you know I was thinking about that? And I was like, Oh, (laughs) perfect. Yeah. (laughs) So how can people, you know, follow you and learn a little bit more about what you do and maybe learn how to declutter their homes? Yeah, they can uh, go to my website, which is www.dianarenee.com, or I'm on Instagram. I'm super active on there, and it's my name on there is The Decluttered Mom. Nice. I'll put that up in the show notes so people can find you. And I just want to say thank you once again for finally doing this. Uh, we yeah. tried to schedule this for I like know. forever, but we finally <laughs> did it. And I love it. And I'm so glad we managed to get to talk to you about that last launch that you did. Um, that was like, yeah, I love that. And how you kind yeah. of changed everything around. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to finally talk about business. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. There you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening in. We'll catch up again next week. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.